Are you listening? What is going on everybody? This is Simon Minkowski. You're listening to Minkowski Broadcast, bringing you the hottest topics from the internet this past week. Let's jump right in. Let's jump into the first story. First up this week, uh, Tom Holland, uh, recently known for, play for playing the uh, Spider-Man character in the Marvel movies. He's currently shooting a movie based on a really popular video game franch franchise called Uncharted. Uh, he's playing the title role of Nathan Drake. Uh, and he came out recently um, posting some very worrying news um, when it comes to us fans. I'm a huge fan of the Uncharted video game franchise as well. Uh, and he said, let me quote this, as soon as you start worrying about uh, do I look good in this shot, acting becomes something other than playing a character. I think there are elements of my performance in Uncharted where I kind of fell under that spell of being, I want to look good now, I want, to be my, I want this to be my cool moment. Um, this is very worrying for fans of the... Um, Uncharted uh, video game franchise and fans of uh, movies based on video games. Like, what was he thinking? Why would you, as if, as if video game, uh, as if movies based on video games haven't had it hard enough already? There's been so many flops. For whatever reason, movies just aren't able to capture that magic of of video games. Maybe because the the movie is, is about two hours long, whereas a video game can be. 20 to 40 hours long so there's more time to tell that story but movies movies just aren't able to for the most part aren't able to capture the the magic of video games so when you're trying to promote a movie which is i assume what he's trying to do here why would you come out and say something like this you know that video game fans they keep things just close to their heart um i feel like and for him to to come out and say, you know, this movie, I just shot this movie, I'm shooting this movie, but this is one of those movies where I just worry about how I look in this shot rather than concentrating on being able to portray the to portray the uh, the title character Nathan Drake as as good as 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 good as I as I can do it. Uh, I think this is he's. He's shitting himself in the food, I feel like. Uh, this particular movie, that's been in development for years and years now. And for whatever reason, it couldn't get off the ground. And now there's finally this sort of glimmer of hope because this movie is actually shooting right now. And he's coming out and saying that, you know, he was more worried about how his hair looks in the shot rather than uh, what his character is doing in this exact moment. And I don't think this is good. I don't think this is good. Like, I, I want this movie to be great because I love the franchise. Like, this is, for those that don't know what the Uncharted video game franchise is, this is sort of like a modern Indiana Jones type of, uh, type of uh, series, type of franchise. So it has a great, great potential. But for him to come out and say, I'm worried about how I look in this shot rather than you know, I'm worried where this journey that my character is on, where it's going to go. That is worrying. Like, I don't think he should do that. Uh, this is before that movie, before we even have the first trailer, you're already lowering the sort of expectations of fans. And that is that is bad. That is really bad. Obviously, I feel like s still a lot of people will go and see it because you're just curious and, you know, it, we all love movies, but 
you just shouldn't do it, man. Tom Holland is a great character. Uh, you know, he's he's been doing great things with the Spider-Man character. Um, Tom Holland is a great actor, not character, sorry. <laughs> he's been doing great things with the Spider-Man character. And for him to come out and say something like that, this is... This is really silly. Like you just you messing up the you messing up the momentum of the movie before the movie even comes out. Um, I just hope I hope that this that this uh, that this isn't the case and that the movie actually comes out good and then he does well in it. But why why would you do that? Why would you why would you come out and say something like that knowing that? The fans of this particular game franchise have been waiting for this movie for so long. It's been, I think, at least 10 years in development. And for him to come out and say something like that, it's just silly. It is absolutely ridiculous to do something like that. I mean, I know we all want this movie to be great, and I hope that it will. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see until until we see the first uh, the first trailer. Um, and then we will be able to make our judgment based on that. Maybe he's sort of exaggerating it a little bit, uh, or maybe he's doing it on purpose to get fans riled, riled up. Who knows? But um, please, like, if don't do anything like that. Don't don't come out and say things like that because that right off the bat, if you're a fan, even if you're a fan of just movies in 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 general, and you have no sort of um, no uh, affiliation with the with the actual video game franchise. Would you really want any actor, whatever whatever movie that is, even if it's not based on any any popular franchise or or, or anything like that? Would you really want your actor to come out and say, "Oh, I'm really worried how I how my hair looks in this shot or in this movie," rather than what the journey is that my character goes on? No, we don't want that. We don't want that. So. Please, just Tom Holland, if you're listening to this, don't do it. Don't say things like that. And I hope, I, I really, fingers crossed that, um, that, this is, that this isn't the case and that the movie actually comes out great because I want it to, I really want it to work out. And I know there's millions of fans, of fans out there who want it to work out as well because it's a great video game franchise and it has a fantastic potential to be a great movie franchise as well because you just look at Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is uh, is hugely popular, and this is like a modern version of it. So, you know, there's there's so much potential. Next up, uh, Megan and um, Prince Harry are doing a an interview. Uh, with Oprah Winfrey, which is very controversial before it even comes out. Uh, quick dis disclaimer, this is being recorded on Saturday, March the 6th. Uh, so a day before the uh, the actual interview comes out. What I'm going to say is going to be based on all the information that I found and the trailers that I've seen. Um, this is very controversial. Um, the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan, uh, has said that Buckingham Palace could not expect her expect her and Prince Harry to be silent if it was perpetuating falsehoods about about them. I feel like this interview might be uh, a bombshell, you know, she's, she's, I feel like she's really trying to uh, shake up the, no, I should say, I don't feel like she is trying to shake up the, the foundations of the whole sort of royal family, uh, but I feel like this interview has the potential to be, to do that. Um, <clears throat> you know, she's been 
she's been involved or she's been the victim you could say of the of a smear campaign by uh the uh british um british uh newspapers uh when she uh when she and and prince harry uh married um and you, yeah you could you, you could say that she she's been a victim because she's every single day there's been always something negative in the in in the papers about her um so i'm not i'm not uh surprised that you know she she feels like she now needs to come out and and say what she really thinks and um defend herself in a way uh you know what's what's really funny is that when this sort of this whole interview started gaining momentum um buckingham palace um representatives or pr team came out and said that they are now uh, conducting a probe into all of all of these uh, accusations and sort of the time when Meghan and Prince Harry were part of the royal family. So the Buckingham Palace is now doing it. Uh, but what's really surprising uh, and shitty, to be honest, uh, when Prince Andrew was going through a much worse, uh, and he's still going through it, but when he when there were much worse accusations uh, towards him. Buckingham Palace, for whatever reason, didn't decide to do any probe. So he's been, it's been proven that he's been affiliated with, uh, with pedophiles, essentially, like the Jeffrey Epstein shit. And, uh, there was no probe into that. But for whatever reason, there is a probe into, uh, now into Meghan and Harry because they decided to do an interview on Oprah. And also look at it like that. The royal family, the monarchy, it is a it is a huge insti- institution or a brand at the end of the day. You know, they are the sort of the postcard of the UK. Uh, everyone from around the world knows that there is a royal family or there is a monarchy in the UK. I'm not accusing anyone of, of anything, but do you really think that a family, uh, a royal family like that, who's, you know, generation after generation, there's... Uh, they build inside of this, they are a monarchy. They are a really powerful family. Um, they are so detached from the regular sort of Joe on the street. Um, the shit that Megan had to sort of deal with when it comes to the British journalists and the British newspapers when she was uh, here in the UK and when she married to uh, Prince Harry and into the royal family is just... It's just ridiculous, you know. No one, she shouldn't have gone through it. And obviously, we don't know the uh, all of the details. And hopefully, this interview will, uh, hopefully, from an entertainment point of view, uh, will drop drop some bombshells. But we'll see. Well, we'll see what she's gonna say and how how the uh, how the royal family is gonna react to it. Next up, uh, slightly lighter tone, uh, Amazon. Uh, opens the first grocery store in London that has no checkout. So this is something where people uh, in the States uh, already have and are familiar with, but this is the first in the UK and in London. First in London, Amazon opens a, a essentially a supermarket that has no checkout tails. Um, it's a type of like, you just go in, grab and go out type of situation. So the way it works, you essentially, you download the Amazon app, uh, you click on a basket, you get a QR code, you scan it when you enter the store, you pick up whatever you want. Um, there are AI and cameras all over the store, so they see everything that you pick up. And then um, 
it puts it on your puts it into your basket so then whenever you get whatever you want it you go out the store you get you receive a receipt uh with all of the items that you that you bought if you if you want to get the thrill of shoplifting uh but want to do it legally i think this is the closest that you're gonna get to it i mean is this is this the is this the future of of uh of shopping you know uh no checkout tails just sort of grab and go i wonder how this is how uh, i wonder how this is gonna how the british uh people are going to respond to it and whether it's going to be whether it's going to be here to stay or what's also going to be surprising is whether this is going to get this sort of uh social status like for example something like starbucks has where you know if you if you have a cup of starbucks you you are seen as you know you are a uh, a working professional working in the in the city so like in the central london um you know you have your shit together and that type of thing so I wonder if this is going to be the same sort of same type of situation where it's just going to slowly but surely going to get uh, to that uh, status. Uh, he's going to have this status symbol, you know, like a or whether it's going to turn into like a millennial, uh, millennial type of situation where you know this is only going to be popular with with uh, teenagers and people in their early twenties. And so this shop uh, opened in uh, Ealing Broadway in London. It's going to be interesting to see whether that something like that is going to become the future of of how we do shopping. You know, I don't think it's really arguable to uh, say that uh, this isn't more convenient than going to a regular supermarket. I think this is more convenient, and you you will avoid you know you you will avoid the queues, um, and I feel like the whole process is going to be quicker, and it's also like. It is it is really cool, you know. It just it it feels different. It feels weird, but it is it does feel cool. You just scan your phone, you pick up whatever you want, and you go back out with everything that you picked up. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go, and I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out and see how futuristic I feel. Next up, next story. Uh, Elon Musk wants to build a city called Starbase in Texas. Is there anything that Elon Musk can't do? Like I feel that if Elon Musk comes out and says he wants to do this or that, you just, off the bat, you just believe him. That's, he is just doing all the crazy stuff that people were only thinking of in the past, and he's actually going out and doing it. So there are there isn't much information about this, um, this city that he wants to build, but uh, he just said that um, He's creating the city of Starbase in Texas, and it's going to be dog-friendly, and its leader will be the Doge, uh, a pun on a medieval elected lord title of the same name and the cryptocurrency Doge, uh, which is Elon Musk's favorite. So yeah, uh, the Doge, or Dogecoin, is a cryptocurrency that Elon Musk was um, a, a fan of uh, some time ago. I think he still is, but he was tweeting about it some time ago, uh, and it caused a spike in its... Uh, price and value uh but right now yes elon musk is you know he's been he's been into the space business the car business uh he's building tunnels underneath la for uh to get rid of the la traffic and now he decided to build a city uh in texas i would love to see that city i can't wait to see that city if it actually if it actually comes to fruition and um he builds it. I can't wait to see it because I can only imagine that it's going to be this like AI powered, um, futuristic science fiction, uh, 
type of city and I'm all in for that. I'm all in for that. I'm a huge fan of of uh like the futuristic stuff and and I'm so curious about what the technology is going to develop into what sort of it's going to help us with uh on our daily basis. And I just feel like Elon Musk is this once in a lifetime or once every few hundred years type type of person where he is the coolest person on this planet. And next up, speaking of space, um, NASA is reviving its Send Your Name to Mars program for July 2026. Uh, so if you don't know, um, we've recently had this news of this rover landing on Mars and taking these amazing, amazing pictures and videos. Uh, so that was the that was the first mission, and now the second mission is scheduled for well the the mission is scheduled for mid 2020s, but is predicted for July 2026. And NASA is doing this really cool thing, and you'll be able to essentially send your name to Mars um, during the next mission in 2026. So all of these names they will be. Um, etched onto like a microchip that will be put into the, the next rover and when it lands on Mars uh, in 2026 you'll be able to tell that you are one of uh, one of the few selected people even if it's <laughs> even if it's uh, 10 or 11 million of uh, people uh, you'll be able to say that you've been to Mars you know I've done it and I recommend you do it just for shits and gigs you know if nothing else um, this is just a really fun uh, fun thing to do so why not uh, kudos to NASA for doing something like that I think it's a brilliant marketing move as well uh, to get people more interested into this like you know space and space exploration type thing um, it's really fun you get this cool little boarding pass that you'll be able to print out and frame it and put it on your wall whatever you want to do with it Next up, Amazon has been in the news again this is the second uh, news this past week from Amazon uh, they have fixed their controversial new app icon so uh you should see it on the screen but uh it went from this apparently hitler looking like uh icon uh badge whatever you want to call it to this like more modern uh one corner folded um uh looking i don't know sticker you know amazon is just joining these these uh companies that are looking at what they're doing and how they can uh, modernize things and i mean i personally whenever i looked this whenever i looked at this uh icon i've never seen hitler and i like obviously when now you have that image in your head and you look at that icon you can somewhat see it you can somewhat see that that sticker resembles this this um uh mustache uh that hitler had but in the past like do you, did you really did you really think that were you really paying that much that much attention to it? I haven't for sure, uh, but it is it is commendable. Why not? You know, if they can change it, um, they should change it. And to be honest, this this new sort of one for one corner folded um, sticker with this little smile arrow, it does look more modern. It does look better. It is a cool design. So next time you open up your phone and you see the the Amazon app, uh, if you don't have it yet, just make sure you go to your app store, uh, update it, uh, and you'll be able to admire this new app. Cool, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, as always, bringing you the hottest topics from this past week. Um, thank you for joining me, and I hope to see you in the next one. Cheers. See you.